Welcome to the Maroon and White Audible, featuring your host from MaroonandWhiteNation.com, Justin Strawn. Welcome to the newest episode of the Maroon and White Audible. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Got a good show lined up for you today. We are just discussing on this show the upcoming basketball game with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Mississippi State was victorious over the Alabama Crimson Tide on Tuesday night, so Mississippi State is looking to keep their keep, get a winning streak going and try to get back to the 500 mark in SEC play. So we will break down exactly what it's going to take for the Bulldogs to do so. But before we do any of that, let me hear let us hear from word from our sponsor real quick. Hey guys, this is Justin Strong from MarinaWhiteNation.com. If you're a golfer and you live in the Greater Memphis area, you're probably just like me, looking for the best opportunity for you to spend your golfing time wisely. Well, why not look and check out Cherokee Valley Golf Course? My son and I golf there almost every single time we go out, and it's a great course whether you're a skilled golfer looking for a challenge or if you're a beginner, somewhat like me, and just trying to learn how to play the game. My son and I have been playing there for years, and we would highly recommend it. They've done a great job of keeping the course maintained. It's a beautiful course, lots of wonderful practice facilities, no reason that you shouldn't be out there honing your game. So if you're in the Olive Branch area or in the greater Memphis area, give Cherokee Valley Golf Course a look and go ahead and tell them I sent you. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course. You can call them at 662-893-4444 or you can book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com. All right, looking back real quick at Mississippi State's big win over the Alabama Crimson Tide, it was just a really impressive win. I thought Mississippi State could win that game, and they ended up doing so. They ended up doing so more than what I thought they would. I thought that would be like a six to eight point win. They ended up winning the game by 19. And what was so impressive about that game to me, at least in my opinion, was Mississippi State did to Alabama what I've seen teams like Kentucky, like Florida back in their heydays under Billy Donovan. What they would do to Mississippi State, they did to Alabama. Mississippi State was up for the most part throughout the game double digits. But every time that Alabama would try to cut, make a little bit of a run, get it down to about an eight or nine point game, Mississippi State just stepped up their intensity a little bit more and would end up pushing the lead back out to 12, 13, 14 point leads. And in the end, they absolutely just broke the will of Alabama and ended up winning by 19 points. Uh, the Bulldogs ended up holding Alabama completely scoreless for like the last four minutes of the game. Uh, in in that one on on Tuesday night, it, like I said, it was just a really impressive performance. They they dominated the game throughout. They never they were never once trailed. They once were tied two to two, but for the most part, it was just a complete and total one sided victory by the Bulldogs. They ended up winning eighty one to sixty two. They had some some nice games from a few players. They've got uh, they got twenty points from. Quindary Weatherspoon, who continues to just have a really solid season and just fills up – I mean, he just fills up the stat not the stat sheet almost the exact same way every single time. Uh, Tuesday night he goes for 20 points, he gets six assists, 
Uh, he actually didn't get any rebounds, which is a little bit surprising. But he had three steals and just you know put together yet another solid game. Lamar Peters has a really nice game. He ends, goes for 22 points. He had four turnovers, which you'd kind of like for that to – uh, be cut down, uh, but he did have four steals and some of those. Those, I mean, that was probably the big thing that Mr. State did so well uh, is they 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 created turnovers. They ended up with 15 steals overall on the game, and they had a ton of points off of turnovers. I'm trying to find it right now, and I, I just can't find it off the top of my head. But oh yeah, it was 28. So they had 28 points off of turnovers. Alabama had five points off of turnovers. So that was the big that was the big thing in the game, and that was really what separated Mississippi State and Alabama throughout the night was the fact that Mississippi State was just forcing turnovers and getting Alabama off of their game, and they created they turned them into points. Now, it's really good they were able to do that because on Saturday they've got the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas is coached by Mike Anderson, who was a disciple of Nolan Richardson and his 40 minutes of hell. It's not quite as... It's not quite as a frenetic of a pace as it was back during the Nolan Richardson days, but it still is a tough defense to play. Uh, Arkansas still likes to thrive on turnovers and converting turnovers. Uh, they have a plus three turnover margin and against the opponents they play they give up about 13 turnovers per game they end up forcing about 16 turnovers per game to give you a little bit of a comparison mississippi states averages 13.3 turnovers and they force 14 so uh, it's basically about a differential of one arkansas triples that so it gives you a good idea of how much arkansas likes to make other teams pay whenever they turn the basketball over they're going to try to do the same thing to mississippi state as well the big thing you're going to watch when you're watching this game they have three guys who are really really good they've got daniel gafford who is going to be among the player of the year candidates assuming that arkansas can start winning because uh, that's kind of the big thing with arkansas they've got to be consistent and they haven't been consistent all year i mean they've got they are the main thing for Arkansas is which Arkansas team is going to show up. Is it the team that ended up beating LSU on the road on February 2nd, 1989, uh, or is it the team that ended up losing to Florida 57-51 to at home? Uh, you know, which team is going to show up? They're, they have talent. Like I said, Daniel Gafford, he is a he would be a player of the year type candidate if the, if the Razorbacks were playing any better in conference play than they are. They're only 5-6 and six in conference play. They're 14-10 and 10 overall. He would be a player of the year type candidate, but I don't think it's going to end up happening just because of the fact that Arkansas is probably going to end up in the middle of the pack in the SEC. Uh, he's averaged 16.9 points per game. He uh, averages almost nine rebounds per game. He's going to be a force for Mississippi State to have to deal with down low, and sometimes that has not boded well for the Bulldogs. Uh, think back to the first game against Alabama in which Alabama just absolutely had their way down low. Um, other guys to pay attention to, Isaiah Joe, he is their second-leading scorer, and Mason Jones is the third-leading scorer. They both average right around 14 points per game. Um, and they don't really do it from from three. The only, guy who's, uh, the only guy who's a really dangerous threat from three is Isaiah Joe. He shoots 44% from three-point range. He shoots really well. Mason Jones shoots okay, 34.5%. He can keep you honest, but other than those two guys – there's really not a three-point threat out on the floor. Now, Mississippi State has this year and in years past, you know, teams that don't shoot the three ball that well all of a sudden come to life against the Bulldogs. So uh, you really just want to make sure if, if Daniel Gafford gets his, you just got to make sure that nobody else gets theirs. Uh, and I think that's going to be the big thing going into this game is can Reggie Perry and Abdullah do 
Whoever it is that gets assigned to stopping him, are they going to be able to slow him down enough so that it's not just a complete and total dominant performance by him? Because he is one of the best players in the SEC, and he will make life difficult on the Bulldogs if they can't at least figure out a way to keep him contained. You're going to have to get really good minutes from from your from your front court. Uh, Reggie Perry, who has just picked up the pace ever since he's been inserted to the starting lineup. I think he had another he had yet another double-double on Tuesday night against Alabama. Uh, so he had a really solid game against them. Uh, he's getting his points per game average up close to 10. He's right at 8.9 right now. He has taken over as the fifth leading scorer on the team. And he's right behind Nick Weatherspoon, who's the fourth leading scorer at 9.6. Um, you've just got to get a good form 10. And you got to have – Lamar Peters, if Lamar Lamar Peters isn't able to score like he did Tuesday night because he had some turnovers, he didn't have a ton of assists, but when he made up for the for it because of the fact that he was just you know t- torching Alabama from the floor, uh, he ended up scoring 22 points in that game and had a really solid game. Uh, but you've got to get a you, you got to get some solid production out of him as well as Quindary Weatherspoon. You, you don't need a frenetic Lamar Peters, who's playing out of control. For the most part, he played in control on Tuesday night when he took on when the Bulldogs took on Alabama. Uh, they've got to be able to shoot the ball well. They've got to be able to put the ball in the basket. If they can do that, and if they can, uh, you know, just not turn the foot the football, if they can not turn the basketball over, they'll be fine, and they should be able to win this game. I said this. I said this on Tuesday that this isn't a game that you have to win. But if you do, then you're setting yourself up to, in all likelihood, win five straight games. Because you should be able to beat Georgia. You should be able to beat South Carolina at home. I know they beat you earlier, but you should be able to beat them at home. And you should be able to beat Missouri at home before you have to head to play Auburn on the road and then Tennessee on the road. If you could win these next four games and get a five-game winning streak going into Auburn, even though Auburn is a tough place to play, they've only lost one time there. Going at least going into the Ole Miss game. I, I, this I'm recording this on Wednesday, so they they could have beaten, they could have lost Ole Miss. I don't know, but if you they they've only got one loss at home. That one loss came to Kentucky, but if you got a five game winning streak and you're playing with a lot of confidence, you already beat them on your own court. I would give them a really good chance to beat Auburn when they go to. Uh, Auburn there at the end of the month in February. So, like I said, if you can beat, if you can get this win against Arkansas, and I think they can. I think Mississippi State's going to win this game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I think. I think it's going to be a game that Mississippi State is going to have to kind of keep up with. Uh, Arkansas only averages seventy-seven points, but they only give up seventy-three. Uh, but I think it's going to be a little bit more higher scoring than that. I think Mississippi State ends up winning this thing eighty-two to seventy-six. Uh, but if they can pull off this win, and I think they've got a chance to run off five straight wins, if that's the case. And if they do that, then they've got a really good chance going into those two games against Auburn and Tennessee to hopefully at least split and get that win at Auburn. So, All right, guys. Like I said, uh, that's all that we've got for today. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, until next time, hail state.